Hi, Chefy Sandbox listeners. This is April Dawn Scheffler, your host. Today, I have a special treat for you. I came across Helen Francis Lee in the community on Holisticism Hub, and I'll include a link in the show notes where you can join for free. I've met so many amazing people, and there's a thing called Free Offering Fridays, where people will post an offering uh, for free. (laughs) What they often request in return is simply a review or feedback if you end up enjoying it, if you like it. Well, I had signed up for something called the Transformation Story, and I was really blown away with insight that Helen was able to give me from my natal chart, her not knowing me at all. It was really fantastic. So I signed up for her newsletter, one of the best newsletters ever. There's also going to be a link for that in the show notes. And if you click on that, you get all kinds of discount codes for offerings that she has. One of the things that she's also put together that I think is just remarkable is called the Astro Journal Template for Notion. And that's where I have been able to kind of journal about what I'm going through or how I'm experiencing life. It correlates it to transits in the chart. So it's really cool to be able to go back later and see, okay, when this particular aspect happens, uh, you can track the trend. How does that normally affect you? What are some similarities between what you see that keeps popping up when these two planets meet up? So I encourage you to sign up for her newsletter and just jump in on all the goodies that she has to offer. And one of the things, I don't have any uh, points really or anything in the sign of Capricorn in my chart. However, my son is in Cancer, so there's that Cancer Capricorn axis that you'll hear her talk about in this offering that she created, especially for you guys. It's really neat. And if you listen uh, at the end, when I do the outro, there is our first ever discount code for Sheffy's Sandbox listeners. I think that's so neat. And what I'm learning about Capricorns is that I am really digging their energy. Because for one thing, I'm gonna generalize here, but I'm thinking that you don't really have to worry about them not pulling their weight. So it's really cool to come to the table, so to speak, with someone knowing that they are going to put in the work to make something as successful as you dream it could be. So it's really neat. And I've, as I've been diving in, I've realized that a lot of my friends, they have some significant Capricorn energy in their charts. So this is all about being able to relate to Capricorn energy. Maybe you're more familiar with the other signs such as Leo or Scorpio, Aries. So if you don't know a whole lot about Capricorn energy, this is perfect. And this lady is someone who knows. She's an expert. She has a stellium in Capricorn. And for those who, like me, didn't know what stellium was, maybe three months ago, it's where there are three or more uh, 
points or planets in a particular sign. So she definitely knows what she's talking about. Uh, she speaks as a Capricorn. She also wrote me a suggested intro and outro. I was like, damn woman, you're doing my work for me. <laughs> this is so awesome. All right. Helen Frances Lee is an archetypal mystic who uses astrology and myth to help people commune with their own subconscious. She recently put out a webinar called Connect with Capricorn, exploring the zodiacal sign of Capricorn from historical, mythic, archetypal, and astrological points of view. In the following segment, she walks through Capricorn's connection to other signs in the chart, proving that no matter where the sign of the seagoat sits in your chart, you can connect to Capricorn. Now let's talk about astrological Capricorn and what the um, glyph is meant to evoke is it's meant to look like the head or the hoof of a goat, as well as the tail of the fish. I'm going to walk us through a couple different ways we can think about the sign of Capricorn astrologically as related to the other signs. And that could be really beneficial for folks, especially who don't feel as though they have a good handle on Capricorn in their chart as it stands, but they understand other signs in their chart quite well. You can take that in and think about how you relate to those signs and then have that help inform how you relate to Capricorn. <clears throat> so first we're talking about the axis of Capricorn and Cancer. And that means they're 180 degrees away from one another and they happen at exact opposite times of the, of the year. So we've been saying with Capricorn, part of the story is that there's a little bit of the other in everything. <laughs> so there's a little bit of cancer in Capricorn. And as I said, that's part of why Capricorn has the fishy tail and Similarly, there's a part of the moon in Saturn. So in Cancer, it's the beginning of summer. It's the cardinal sign of summer. We'll talk about cardinal signs in a second, but it, you know, school's out for summer. It's laying by the beach or some other body of water, the nearby lake, the, the crops are growing. They don't really need to be watched anymore. And in fact, the harvest is starting to roll in and it's a, at a point where everything can either be like picked or just set it and forget it. And the variety of food during cancer is intense and it's delicious and it's bursting in your mouth. It's berries and watermelon and just, just all kinds of flavors and all kinds of variety. And it's just a sensual smorgasbord with a deep satisfaction of languid, this is the life, put me by the pool with a drink with an umbrella in it <laughs> versus Capricorn, the exact opposite, <laughs> you know, it's, it's also kind of a time of waiting, but it's like dreadful waiting. Like your hair is on end. You're waiting for the predator. You're waiting to hear the predator in the muffled snow kind of waiting and it's the opposite in terms of food too. You don't have every type of food known to man. You have like potatoes and that's it. 
or, you know, whatever they were able to put aside. And if you're lucky, it's like shivering inside in the cold, you know, but it's also shivering inside in the cold with your partner and maybe honey, you want to get warm together, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And there's a little bit of that cancer right there in the center, you know, but anyhow, that's how they're different. And that's also how, if you get cancer, you can maybe see the opposite and see how Capricorn feels as well. Okay. Let's move on to Capricorn is one of the earth signs. It's one of three earth signs along with Taurus and Virgo. The earth signs are about, many people will say like the word manifestation. I like like bringing the dream to life. It is doing, it is not feeling. It's not like pushing and biasing to action. It's slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> building every day, <laughs> but it is very much bodily somatic. So the other side of the coin is that like earth signs can have the sense of not dropping so far into oneself as to understand the feelings behind the sensations you may be having and also not letting those sensations move up enough to like turn them into words or thoughts or understandings of the sensation. So it's maybe somewhere in the middle. It's very like very much, you know, the book, the body keeps the score. <laughs> so earth on its own does have that challenge to it of like, I'm going to grin and bear it, <laughs> especially maybe in the, in the Capricorn sign, but like it is the literal making of things germination, gestation, and it's just the act of putting time into things. So Taurus does that for themselves as a personal sign. I'll talk to you about personal, interpersonal and transpersonal soon, but Taurus does that for themselves as a personal sign. Virgo does that on a one-to-one -one basis as an interpersonal sign and Capricorn does that for you know, the ancients would have said for your village. So whatever that means to you, society at large, or maybe your extended family and friend group or whatever village could mean to you because Capricorn is a transpersonal sign. So it's about building, building, <laughs> building structures bit by bit, bit by bit, putting it together, you know, if you're a Sondheim fan, <laughs> um, it's measuring twice and cutting once. It's, I could go on and on with all of the platitudes, right? Like failing to plan is a plan to fail. <laughs> and um, it's not necessarily about consensus. In fact, it's usually not about consensus. It's about perhaps making sure everyone's alerted to the plan and the plan is necessary, but like, I'm gonna make it happen you, you all be nice if you helped, but I really like, I don't trust you to do it as much as I, I know that I can do it. And it's about having a fail safe plan to ensure foolproof results. So that's earth. Now those are the earth signs. And then finally we'll talk about, oh, 
two more actually. So let's talk about the cardinal signs. So um, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. The cardinal signs are the first sign of every season. Capricorn being the first sign of winter, Aries the first sign of spring, Cancer the first sign of summer, and Libra the first sign of fall. So if any of these are signs that you really um, identify with and understand well, then that can give you an in to understanding your Capricorn as well. I see the cardinal signs as being like thrusting signs, having a sense of leadership to them. <clears throat> they set the tone for the season. And so likewise, the signs have that sort of set the tone kind of leadership quality to them. And they kind of turn the page from the prior season and kind of start something new, like the, you know, Monty Python phrase, and now for something completely different. <laughs> and, you know, each of them is going to be uh, influenced by the season that they're in. So Capricorn would kind of have like a cold thrust to it versus Cancer having a much nicer, summery, like, oof, like juicing an orange. I don't know why that came to me, but <laughs> it seems very summery to me, even though I think orange might be a winter plant. I don't know. This is what it means to be growing up in this age is that not everyone, myself included, understands the harvest seasons. And that's insane. That would be totally insane to our ancestors. I digress. Let's talk about the transpersonal signs. So this is the last of the kind of ways in to Capricorn from the other signs. Capricorn is one of the four transpersonal signs. There are three sets of this type. There's the personal signs, which are Aries through Cancer. And those are more, the energy of the signs are somewhat turned inward towards ourselves or about ourselves. And then Leo through Virgo are the interpersonal signs, meaning they're more about our interactions with other people, specifically one-to-one -one interactions. And then the transpersonal signs carry the energy of what we're doing on behalf of or for the larger group. So again, the ancients would have seen this as like their village or extended family. And then in modern parlance, perhaps it's those things, or perhaps it's society at large. So whatever that means to you. And so in that sense, Capricorn's the single earth sign within the transpersonal um, set of signs. So the sentiment here is being able to build to last, which is the name of one of the corporate books I had to read in a prior life. But it is a good phrase, build to last. You know, sometimes, sometimes building to last, it's not exactly like having fun, you know, it's not dancing, it's not going on a first date, it's like doing the hard work. <laughs> it's not about um, momentary joy. <laughs> it is about long lasting satisfaction. So it's not a touchy feely thing. It's not rash. It's not improvisational. It is slow and steady and methodical and enduring. 
if I could just leave you with one word about Capricorn, and again, I will attribute this to my wonderful teacher, Britton LaRue, is enduring. Enduring is the word of Capricorn, bar none. So with that, I will leave you with, um, um, I do offer a personalized audio recording for those who want to illuminate Capricorn in their natal chart. I usually take about 20 to 30 minutes to walk through um, Capricorn, its house, any planets within that sign, also where your Saturn is, and any aspects to any of the Capricorn planets plus Saturn, and finally take a look at the transits at the moment that you asked for the recording and see how those might be illuminating as well in light of your interest in Capricorn. Well, I really hope you enjoyed that presentation from Helen. If you were interested in learning more about Capricorn, Helen offers a recording personalized to your natal chart called Double Click on Capricorn. Listeners of the podcast get an exclusive discount using code SANDBOX. Again, that's code SANDBOX, one word. Go to HelenFrancisLee.com and search for Double Click on Capricorn. So I don't know about you, but your natal chart doesn't change. So it's not as though this information that you get is not going to be applicable six months down the road. So I highly recommend that you do it. I've tasted it for offerings before and it's again, eye-opening and it's fun. It's just fun. So until next time, bye. <laughs>